fans. <laughs> the biggest. You're a Roman Reigns fanboy. Roman Reigns. Heavy. Okay? Heavy. <laughs> I'm a condom lifer. All right? Lifer. Condom lifer. No pun intended. I'm all in on theory. Big time. Okay? And, uh... Listen, for anybody who doesn't know, now you know. <laughs> That's it. Let me just uh, want to send out the link real quick. Uh, bring it out. Bring it out. Okay, that links to Facebook's up. I'm not going to, I won't tag everybody. I'll tag specific. There you go. See if YouTube's up. Because I didn't get a notification from YouTube. Did you? Did not. I never do. Why are we now? Yes, we are. There we go. We are. Yes, we are. I care. I care. I mean, let's be so sure. Let's talk. Let's get this guy in. Let's get this guy in. Let's go, man. Still it. Let's, we are going, brother. Let's dip. <laughs> let's see here. Oh, let's oh, see. oh, look who's here. Look who's here. Check. Can you hear me? There he wow. is. Can you hear me? Hello? Fine. Ryan Foley, yeah, what's going on, man? We hear you, bro. We don't know if that'll be the case during the podcast when you don't talk, but we hear you right now. <laughs> You're coming in loud and clear, big boy. <laughs> All right, we are live on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. I'm here with the captain and my man, One Shot. Making his triumphant return to podcasting. <laughs> yeah. Well, it was it was it was fun, guys. I'm out. <laughs> um, I that does equal the amount of input you will give us anyway. So it's been great seeing you. Thanks for hey. showing up, and your opinion doesn't matter anyway. Oh, uh, what's okay. up, Foley? How you doing, brother? We are here. This is Oversell. This is the greatest wrestling podcast in the universe. We are here tonight. We are talking all things WrestleMania. It is the road to WrestleMania, baby. How's everybody feeling tonight? Um, I mean, I'll speak for Steve. Uh, we feel great. Um, and, uh, you know, glad to be here. A lot of WrestleManias to go through. A lot of good moments. Uh, truth is, man... 
I feel like a uh, I feel like a four year old weightlifter, and I'm spry. I'm ready. <laughs> I'm excited. Uh, you know, and, nice and I'm, I'm I'm ready to go. Let's let's do it, bro. Lead the way. So are you saying you're calling out the man himself, Har- Harilla, who was calling you out on Twitch the other day? Oh, is that who said it? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, Harilla on Twitch. Um. Uh, great. Yeah, I don't know who that is. Uh. Yeah, I guess I, I don't. I was just. I was just, I was just merely saying that that's, I agree. Uh, it's great input. I don't know what it meant. Um, normally when someone gives, uh, when it says a comment or a diss, you're like, man, that was good. But when, when I saw it, I was like, I hope they didn't think long and hard about that one, but let's, let's go with it, boys. Let's roll. Oh, look, he's back. He looks like he's going to rob a convenience store. Great. I had, Here a, we go. I, I had a cold <laughs> child. Thank you. All right, all right, condom. All right, what are you? Uh, are you trying to be a blood? Yeah, Crips. <laughs> yeah. Crips are blue, you fuck. First of all, someone, someone, something has to keep this in, bro. This is my road to met to WrestleMania here. Be the first fucking Jewish blood I know. Whoa! Right, this is your man Zuplex City coming coming to you live <laughs> from the uh, Crips and Blood Summit. Um. <laughs> all right, so this week on Raw, um, we had a few. Pretty good promos, uh, a couple great matches. The 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 main thing that we took away from it first first and foremost, we have the confirmation of the three on three match at WrestleMania that we all knew was going to happen. Lita and Trish, Becky Lynch versus Damage Control. No one cares. Um, next up, <laughs> uh, then we we had something of what I thought was kind of a turn in the Bloodline storyline, bro. Jay turned on Sammy at the end there, gave him the super kick, told him this is family. I think they're pushing through with the Kevin Owens, Sammy Zayn versus the Usos. The tag titles. Uh, yeah, I think they gave us a swerve. Um, they had to when Sammy was so over from Montreal. They came mm-hmm. out and KO was like, "I'm, you're not, you know, you could do this without me. Get your boy Jay." Um, because everybody at that point was so gung-ho on seeing Sammy against Roman, right? And then everybody yeah. knew that the next thing was the tag titles, so they didn't want to make it predictable, and I think they're circling around. Uh, definitely great point on your part. I like it. I think that's where it's going. Um, and, bro, it is Oscar award-winning um, <laughs> stuff. I, I, honestly, dude, like the fact of the matter is we sit here and we talk about it all week. What do we think is going to happen? And whatever we think is going to happen doesn't happen. So I'm super invested. Like, it's impossible well, not to be. Let me, let me throw you this real quick. Have you guys seen the uh, news going around that WWE is protecting Solo? Like, his image and everything? Um, yeah. No. I saw, I didn't I saw a little bit about that. Steve, you're coming lot, real loud, too, by the way. There's a lot of news. What about now? that better? No. By the way, by the way, the craziest part about that, you you literally said to him, he's talking and you said you're coming in loud and clear. He just adjusted it for a second and went back to the same thing and said, how about now? No, bro. No, No, he said, I'm too loud, not loud and clear. You old deaf fuck. Sound the same. Well, Foley says you. Foley says blue man sounds the best. Deaf. By the way, thank you, my man. Raw was a roller coaster. Let I me think. finish my shit real quick. Oh, so they're protecting Solo. 
they're protecting Solo's image, and rumor is they're going to put him against Roman Reigns. So do they just throw a curveball at us and let him defeat Cody at WrestleMania for Solo to pick up the titles? I mean, Cody can beat Roman, and then Solo can beat him on Raw the next night. Yeah, but they want a few between Solo and Roman. Solo yeah, and then there's the, there's the feud. There's the feud because instead of Roman getting the rematch, Solo takes the belts off of Cody instead. No, they want Solo fighting Roman, not Solo fighting Cody. Yes. Did yeah, you not hear what know. I just fucking you, said? You <laughs> just said he's taking it off of Cody. Yeah, Cody takes the belts off of Roman. Ro- Solo takes the belts off of Cody. Roman gets pissed because no, Solo... That's not what I'm saying. That's not <laughs> what I'm saying that. at all. I'm saying they put it oh, for... I know it's not what you're saying. It's what I'm oh, saying. Oh, I'm going to fight you. Fuck what you're saying. Someone have a train I'm telling you my here. theory on your thoughts. Jay should have turned on Roman. Jay is <laughs> the only one. Jay is the only one based on storyline that can turn on Roman. The only one. The fact that Roman... You know, went at him before Jimmy came back and beat up on him. Early, Jimmy on, could turn on him. Jimmy could turn on him also. And then a couple weeks ago, when he shoved him in his face and like you know belittled him, I agree. In the that ring, was full circle. It has to be Jeff. Got to come back full circle. No doubt about it. Yeah. No doubt about yeah. it. It's it's, uh, you know, uh, the Boski seventeen. What's going on, man? Jay should turn on Roman. No doubt about it. Uh, listen, it is what it is. The bloodline, the bloodline storyline has been epic from start to finish. It's given us the best TV, um, and honestly, it's almost uh, revitalized now. Where we thought, you know, once Sammy went and they had their match, it was going to be over, and Jay doing the whole thing, and Jay coming back in and kicking Sammy, and it's uh, it's unbelievable, dude. And I couldn't agree more when Jay hugs Sammy. That place went nuts. First of all, my heart was in my ass because I was like, get the fuck out of here, bro. You got to be kidding me with this. And then he backed up and he kicked Sammy. And I was like, let's fucking go. Like, I, you know, I had the ones up. I was all in, bro. I was like, you know, I was feeling so fucking oozy, bro. You don't even know. Such a fucking mark for Rowan Reigns, man. This guy. This guy. Bro, I was. It doesn't matter. It doesn't. It doesn't matter. All I know is, is it was epic. I was so happy to see it, and I think it's complete bullshit because Jimmy, because uh, Jay is just trying to get close again and is going to turn on Roman. But I'm so in. I don't even care. And I was just as loud as the crowd was. I thought my wife was going to come down and beat me with a chair for waking up my daughters. It didn't matter. I was all in. All in, suckers. So moving on from the bloodline, we have Cena completely buries Austin Theory on the mic. Buries. Completely buries him on the mic. Now, we were talking about this earlier today. First off, I promised I promised one shot that if he came on the podcast, I would officially give him his props <laughs> that he called Cena versus Theory at um, at WrestleMania a few months ago. I told him I promised nine months ago. I had to get him. I had to get him on the podcast somehow. This is how I got him on the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) All right, I'm out. (laughs) I got my props. (laughs) I'll tell you what, dude. 
first of all, I mean, this is Zuplex's attempt at just giving you an olive branch. Okay, <laughs> the fact that he's even acknowledging that is a is a it's abysmal. It's a fucking joke. Okay, you said something nine months ago that only where are you going you, with this? Only you remember. The fact is, bro, it's, it's recorded. You weren't you weren't involved back Dude, then. If you would have been involved back then, you would have heard it. But all this is on YouTube, so you can go back and watch the videos. You can watch the videos and see where it all started. You showed up at one show with a glass of whiskey, and then all of a sudden, one show for fucking nine months. Zuplex and I started this podcast and got like what six episodes in before I took my hiatus from it, and then and then the captain had to come in, which he can't replace me. It's okay. That's why you wanted me back on the show so hard. Bro, listen, I just want us all to be friends again. That's all, man. I just want everybody back in here. Let's just be friends again. This is nuts. And by the way, the Boski definitely is right. Uh, seeing from where Roman went from this is my yard gimmick to where he is now. But you have to understand, he was obviously a face. Now he's a heel, and this is much more natural. Yeah. Clearly, he's just an asshole. He's a better heel than a face. He's a, he's a great heel. And by, by far. And, and by the way, if MJF shows up in WWE, I, you mark it down now. It is 841 Eastern Time PM, March 9th. I'm running naked through the streets because if <laughs> I get to see a showdown of MJF in the, in the middle of the ring as a heel and Roman Reigns or something along those lines, I'm nah, that's got to go to Seth. Hey. MJF would be oh MJF would not be as successful in WWE as he is in AEW. No it shot. On, uh, it depends he, on if Hunter he would be too, off, he not. would be too censored. Listen, it depends watch, on if Hunter watch the shows now. You, Hunter's going to let him say fuck and shit and all that. No, but he's not going to the fact that No, but he doesn't need the curse to be to That's be part of his thing. It's what he does. It's part of his thing now to get him over the fact cuz he has he had to be he had he's to be enough where he doesn't need to though. Yeah, now he's. I don't. I don't think it will be successful. I think he would have to change a lot of shit. Yeah, and and Um, you also thought you also thought you said something relevant nine months ago. So we know. I did. I did say something relevant nine months ago. Going back, going back to the Cena theory, we were having a conversation earlier in chat that we um, what's best for theory in this situation? Is it theory wins? But in a great match, and Cena puts him over, or is Cena win and become the U.S. title part time, become the U.S. champ part time for a short period of time, or maybe a long period of time? Go ahead, one shot. What? Oh no, I, I, I my theory earlier was Cena's putting him over this mania that he's going to lose and do the same thing The Rock did for Cena. He's going to raise his hand. He's triumphant. Pass the torch. Theory's going to go on about his his business and try to live to uh, what John Cena did. I don't think it'll happen, but the fact is this: is Theory is trying to regurgitate Cena 2.0, mm-hmm. and Cena said it perfectly. It is a it's a fact. It is lose lose for Theory. Theory, this is way too high of a bar to shoot at a guy who carried a company off being hated, right? The fact of the matter is, is he 
if John, John Cena has to beat Theory, if John Cena loses and everyone thinks he's putting Theory over, he's not because nobody wants to see Theory win. And if John Cena wins, he's destroying a U.S. title because he's a part-timer. So the U.S. title has gone. We're not seeing it again until SummerSlam, right? And then he's also – it's the only way of getting Theory essentially to be over because everyone's going to say, oh, well, he's going to beat Cena. Oh, wow, Cena actually beat him. So what do you do? Do you try and put Theory over who's not really there yet? He's trying to find his heel form of a, against a guy like Cena who, who is known for bearing talent, and I, I don't think he does anymore, but I think he's known for it. It's a yeah, but he, he shed that he shed that that moniker about him. You know what I'm saying? Like after his U.S. title run and the way he left, everybody, no one thought he buried talent anymore. Because actually, his promo with Roman really like put him over on the whole not burying talent anymore. His promo with Roman, his promo, uh, his promo with Punk, like where he's saying, like, listen, I didn't bury you guys. You guys just didn't step up. You know? Yeah, but I I think to a certain degree. Um, I think to a certain degree that is burying somebody. And the reason why I say that is because what he's saying is complete factual. And it was a great, it was, first of all, they were great promos really on one side because Roman was awful at the time, right? Yeah, Roman's terrible. Cena was, just, Cena was just dropping fire on us, but essentially saying like, bro, this is a promo. You got to learn how to do it if you want to be the big dog. And the fact that it matters is even by saying that, you're essentially completely destroying somebody's character because you're bringing light to the fact that the company's pushing him, but he can't talk on a mic. So yeah, it's the thing about it is, is the company is trying to push theory and the way of yeah. doing it is making him out to be seen at 2.0, but you well, can't have a Cena even said it in his pro promo that he's stuck. The theory right now is stuck in that ruthless aggression era that that Cena was stuck in, like that same type of thing, which is what I said months ago too, is that theory right now is in that ruthless aggression era of Cena, and that was the that was the version of John Cena that almost got fired because it just yeah. didn't get over, and so now he's trying to look for the he's he's trying to look for his doctor of thugonomics right now. Yeah, I, you know? I, it it feels to me. I'll even say this, Devils, uh, theories being, uh, you know, becoming Roman 2.0, being forced down our throats. I, I actually feel like this. I feel like it's not Roman. It goes back to Cena 2.0 trying to replace Roman now. Because if you remember, Cena back then was replacing those megastars. There was nobody back then when Cena stepped up. And, and, and literally Vince was like, somebody's got to step up. And Cena said, give me a shot, whatever the case may be. You remember the first promo he came out with uh, with Kurt Angle? And yeah, the Ruthless Aggression one. Ruthless, well, hold on, a whole nine yards. The fact oh, that he's he's aggression. Yeah, it's, com <laughs> it's, it's, it's coming to the point, it's getting to the point now where the company's going to lose Roman here in a little bit. Right, because he's gonna he's talked about it many times. He wants to follow The Rock. He wants to go into movies. He's had a long blood bloodline storyline that yeah, he needs some time off he needs time off if you remove him you have cody and seth fine mm -hmm. outside of cody KO. And, and ko outside of the three but even being so 
I feel like KO needs uh, KO needs uh, Sammy and things to attach himself with. He's great and he's phenomenal, Mike. But I don't think he gets that fair uh, shot at just doing it any random storyline. Seth, literally, you put him in any fucking ring, the guy commands the oh. crowd. He's, he's the best in the business right now. Cody, even though he's got a lisp, and I can't stand it, <laughs> he's very good. You know I'm right. It's trashy to listen. We're sorry to everybody that has a speech impediment out there. <laughs> First we of apologize all, to all our viewers with speech impediments. Go on. You, I, don't, I don't understand. You guys, you guys spend more fucking time apologizing. You understand what I'm saying? The fact that... I'm apologizing for you. (laughs) It's not our fault that you don't like people with accents, speech impediments, and you have a serious thing for blondes. It's not our fault. Hold on a second. (laughs) He's awful. Listen, the the, the lisp is terrible. But the the blonde hair makes it all right. So you're... Steve, I don't know if you you caught our last episode, but we did some psychoanalyzing of the captain. We realized that... All the things that he's dealing with now are because he used to watch wrestling in the 80s. Hogan was his favorite favorite wrestler. That's why he loves blondes. Um, and then on Sable. top of all of that, all of the bad guys back in the 80s all had accents. Like, did, did you really enjoy the stunning Steve Austin air? <laughs> I'm just asking you. Please, <laughs> just be real with me here for a second. Okay. okay. Please. In a business now, WWE, we talk about it all the time. AEW is storyline driven off matches. WWE is storyline driven off promos. Can we agree to that? Three of us. Okay. Yeah. So the what is a promo? Getting in the ring and talking on the mic. When I got to listen to a fucking guy with a lisp for 20 minutes, <laughs> I'm on suicide watch. I want to hear something. It's as bad as listening to Sheamus and McIntyre. I'm out. <laughs> I can't listen to Travis oh, McIntyre. Hey, what do you what do you want me to tell you, hey, bro? They're amazing in the ring. They're amazing in the ring. I love to watch them. They they they're they're kick ass. I gotta listen to to some Scottish guy yell at some Irish guy for seven straight minutes. I'm out. See ya. Peace. I can't. And uh, 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 the most Mike Tyson, listening to Mike Tyson, get that fucking guy out of here. Yeah, you won't say it to his face, though. I don't need to say it to his face. I'm on a fucking podcast. Okay? So He's got a podcast. Maybe he'll invite you to it. Uh, by the way, the last person I said it to his face was a dude on an airplane that got knocked out. Yeah, but I don't exactly. Care. It's a lisp. Needless to say, doing a promo. Now, obviously, people with lisp, I have friends with lisp. They're not doing promos. So I love them. It is what it is. <laughs> you know, I just don't want to see you in the ring on a mic. Thank you. Please fix it, WWE. All right. With that being said, that basically covers our news of the week. Because um, not much else happened outside of that. Oh, one more thing. Maybe they uh, they announced the first inductee for this year's Hall of Fame. And it is, in fact, Stacy Keebler. Oh. Calm down. Yeah. Can we put that? Can we put that clip of Brian from Family Guy going? It's peanut butter jelly time. (laughs) So, on to the main event of the evening: the road to WrestleMania. We've been doing it. Last week we did one through eight. This week is nine through sixteen. Top ten moments 
from nine through sixteen, we have some bangers in this one, mm. boys. Mm. Some absolute bangers in this. And I'm gonna go number ten. I gotta pull up my list here. Give me one second. But number ten is actually a dark horse. You might have had this at honorable mention, but my number ten is actually gonna be the mixed tag match from WrestleMania 14. Sable and Mark Miro. Yeah. Sable and Mark Miro versus Goldust and Luna. And I I got a couple reasons for this. Okay. I forgot until I rewatched this match how over Sable was. She was the first big name female wrestler. Yeah. Like the fans went nuts for her. Absolutely nuts. And it wasn't just because of how she looked, because she performed in the ring extremely well. She was doing power bombs, kicks, all types of crazy stuff, right? The match itself was really, really a great match. But the reason why I put this as a moment is because this was the turning point for Mark Miro. He was married to Sable at the time. They were supposed to, he was supposed to be the next big thing. And he got buried by his own wife on a pay-per-view. <laughs> yeah. They were booing Mark Miro and cheering for Sable the entire time. And he never recovered from it. They wound up getting a divorce. He wound up never being seen in wrestling again. And that's that's how important this match actually was. And I didn't re- remember it until we went back. You know, that was WrestleMania 14. Mm-hmm. My uh, my honorary mention, um, I told you I was torn between two, um, mm-hmm. but I actually loved the uh, the dumpster match for the, the tag team championships. I thought it was super unique. Uh, New Age Outlaws, Cactus Jack, Terry Funk, um, the old guys, you know, beat the new guys. Uh, it was it was uh, it was a hectic match and there wasn't much Terry Funk and Cactus Jack could really do except for get the shit beat out of them, right? Because they're not nimble. They're not, you know, and Terry Funk is wrestling at 182. Um, but it was so brutal. And you see this, like the new age coming in, no pun intended, and the and the old dogs. And it was like, it was a, it was a fun match. And I can tell you um, that in honorary mention for worst match in WrestleMania history, tag team <laughs> battle royal. Oh, it was so stupid. By far. So stupid. I can tell you this. I, I'm I'm lucky enough where my wife enjoys watching wrestling with me. And we're going through these old WrestleManias and we're watching this match. Now, when my wife looks at me and says, John, um, can you explain to me like what's going on and why these people are doing this? And there's not, they're just throwing each other, but they're not. And like, is there any actually good tag team in this? Because they all look so bad. Getting eliminated and people yeah. didn't even realize they were eliminated. Bro, I, I looked at her. It was and straight I was chaos. Like, I just said, hun, um, this is hot dog shit. That's all <laughs> I can say to you. This is hot dog shit. And I have to get through this because I have a road to WrestleMania. And unfortunately, they're a piece of dog shit on the road to WrestleMania. So I got to get through this. Uh, that's my honorary mention for worst match ever in WrestleMania history. Prove me wrong. I know. I, I'll agree with you with that one. At least, at least in this section, we might come across a match later on 
that might d- outdo this one. But as of now, that that is definitely up there. Brutal. All right, go ahead. Um, number nine. Number nine. Oh, wait, time. WrestleMania. What's up? No, you only you you didn't give us your uh, your 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 best. You gave us the honorary mention. No, that was number ten. Oh, okay, you okay? I I'm sorry, I wrote my lesson. Go ahead. Number ten. No, number ten was the mixed tag. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Number ahead. ten was the mixed tag. Number nine, we're going to WrestleMania sixteen. Um, okay. The two fall triple threat match. Mm. First time mm. it's ever been done. This match was a banger, dude. Angle, Jericho, and Benoit. Now we understand that Benoit is a hot topic in the wrestling world. We get it. Oh, you know what? You know what I didn't do? I got pictures, bro. Uh, nudie match. Calm down. Today? Calm down, John. <laughs> I mean, so that was, was that was number ten. Relax. That was number 10. Um, the mixed tag. <laughs> um. Oh, yeah. So. This is the one with Luna. Come on, bro. Give us a give us the goods, dude. It, it wasn't about mom, it wasn't man. about how she looked, man. It was about her wrestling ability, bro. I'm so sick of you, dude. You're so <laughs> You're fired. God, dude. I'm fired. So number nine was the uh the two out of three falls. Sorry, two falls yeah. triple threat match. Okay. And this was Jericho, Benoit, and Angle. They mm. put on a banger of a match. Hell yeah. And the way the structure of this match was, was that um, whoever got the first fall won the IC title, and whoever got the second fall won the European Championship, the much long and forgotten European Championship. Awesome. <clears throat> Benoit wins the first fall. Takes the Intercontinental belt. Angle had two both belts going into this match. Uh, Benoit takes the first fall, wins the IC, and then Jericho wins the second and winds up getting the European Championship. This was a match that really highlighted some undercard guys that were going to go on to become like the next big guys in the company. When when Rock and and Hunter and and uh, Stone Cold left. These were guys that the the company really put their put the uh, put on their backs. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, it's a, that's a. By the way, it's a great. That's a great match. I actually remember uh, Angle. A, Angle had both belts, but actually never got pinned. Right? Am I right? He, yeah, he yeah, didn't get pinned in in the in that, the match at all. That's right, and it, that was a good one. Um, I mean, listen, uh, sixteen for me. There's no other way to go. Tag team championship ladder match. That's it. Dudley boys. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I was going to say, I, I agree with that one, John. <laughs> I was going to say the same one. Yeah, no, but don't go with yours. For each one. I we were going we to look at yours. We are going to look at yours after we did mine to see if any of them matched no, up. But I got, I told you the notebook. We have a top 10 list. We have a, we have, we have a, wait, we're going to get there. We're going to get there. What if my top ten list is the is the list that matters? It's not. Look, it's my show. All right. There's only one way to settle <laughs> right, this. You're right. Go ahead. You're right. Well, there's only one way to settle it. Rock paper scissors right now. <laughs> oh, I'll do that. Rock paper scissors. Right. Winner gets to say his list. No, go ahead. Next I don't up, even have my list. we're going to the number the number eight spot. Okay. Number. Eight. Bret Hart versus Yokozuna at WrestleMania nine. 
legendary. Legendary for one reason, though. Yeah, we're gonna get there. So, you want to? You want to? Yeah, bring us in. Let let us know. Let us know what happens here, John. Legendary. This is a great spot for it, by the way. Uh, Great call on this one. Legendary because Bret Hart gets screwed out of the belt, gets hit with the powder, and then out of nowhere, Hogan comes down to the ring. I still don't know why to this day. I couldn't even begin to tell you. Probably because there was American flags in this day. I don't know. Um, well, you got to remember, Yokozuna beat Bret Hart after he got the salt thrown in his eyes. Yeah. He beat so he won the out. title back. He won the title match. And not even 15 seconds later, Hogan comes down and Bret Hart. I don't I don't know if like Bret Hart had all the powers here. Uh, Daniel Barry Sports was going on. He literally just said, go in the ring and beat him. Very odd. And then Hogan goes in the ring and beats Yokozuna for the belt 30 seconds later. It was the craziest, most odd sequence of events I've ever seen. It, like, back in the day, we talk about how there's no... But for some reason. reason, yeah, for some reason, Mr. Fuji's in the ring. This is the picture from that moment, right? Hogan comes out to help Brett. Mr. Fuji's in the ring, and for whatever reason, we still don't know to this day, he's like, Hogan! You fight Yokozuna for title. Why? But Yokozuna just, just won the title. There was no reason. Wow. No reason for it whatsoever. Sure enough, we wind up best with belt. Hogan. Uh, brother. The best belt yeah, brother. Ever. Best belt ever. That wing belt. Best belt that ever. wing belt is, is definitely up there. The best Gorgeous. Heavyweight, belt. heavyweight belt. But that is, um, that is our number eight. WrestleMania 9, Bret Hart versus Yoko Azuna. What a loaded spot, huh? Wild. It's a good one. Number seven, WrestleMania 14. We're going back to 14 here. Kane versus The Undertaker. Earlier this year at Survivor Series, Kane is revealed by Paul Bearer, starting the storyline that Kane is The Undertaker's brother. This storyline was huge, absolutely huge at the time uh, for the WWE. Having a guy the size of Kane mimicking The Undertaker, no one had ever seen anything like this, no one else would do with this. It was wild. And they finally met at WrestleMania 14. Um, we I told you this earlier. I went back and rewatched this match. Uh, it was about as boring of a match as I've ever watched, but I remember it when I was younger watching it and it was an, it it was a historic moment. So I don't know if it's because I went back to watch it and it wasn't what I was living through in the moment. Right. Because I was definitely a a match for the time, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, Oh my God, dude, I can't believe Kane and Undertaker are facing off. Right. And this is before we even re- we even like really remember the streak, because at this point, Undertaker, this is only like his eighth WrestleMania in. So, yeah, it wasn't something that was like so built up. But No, they didn't start talking about the streak until like WrestleMania 17 or 18. Yeah, it was a little bit later on, like pure yeah. coincidence, too. But it was uh, mm-hmm. it was I remember it being a moment. But when I went back to watch it. I'm telling you one shot. I, I literally watched it yesterday. It was an awful match. Awful. Like, I, but, it, I was, but in the moment, like it was phenomenal. Yeah, it was a story. Because, I mean, b- back then we didn't have 
ways to go back and watch it like that. And it was the first time watching it, the first time seeing it happen, blew your mind. I agree. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, like, it was the first time you saw anybody that was, besides maybe uh, the giant Gonzalez, but, like, this is the first time you saw anybody that was the size of The Undertaker and as good as The Undertaker. Yeah, it was also the the allure of looking like him, doing the similar moves off the top rope and the the tombstone and the the choke slam. It really was Mm -hmm. like a watching the clone you were like this guy could beat the undertaker and up until that point you were like no one could beat the undertaker <laughs> you know yeah absolutely so, pretty cool well, the undertaker won and the streak continues we'll be more on that next week <laughs> yeah tune in next week tune in next week when we talk about more undertaker will the undertaker uh, lose his streak <laughs> will john wear a blue bandana <laughs> find out next time i'm going to show up with number movie. 6 number 6 <laughs> Rest, we're going back to back WrestleMania 14s. Stone Cold versus HBK with Mike Tyson as the special enforcer. Now, this match was bonkers. First off, you got Tyson in there, part of DX, has the DX shirt on the entire time he's being the special enforcer. McMahon is out there. There's interruptions left and right. Stone Cold and HBK put on a match for the ages. Absolutely crazy, crazy match. Um, Man. And then Tyson turns on DX at the end. But yeah, giving Stone I mean, Cold the win. The uh, listen, I think you really said it best. Zuplex last week. Um, you know. WrestleMania, Vince McMahon, like, does a very good job of, of like, stockpiling celebrities, right? Yeah. And that was something you had brought up. Like, re- like it was crazy to see how many celebrities actually end up at these events. Mm-hmm. And seeing Tyson in the ring, you know, being the ref and, and Tyson, who he is at the time, right? Like, the baddest man on earth. Um, you're You're just like, holy shit, dude. And first of all, I remember thinking to myself... Tyson's got some screws loose. He may actually punch one of these guys if they say the wrong thing. Like, that's what I thought. I mean, when, when he laid out HBK, it did not look fake. No. <laughs> I'll tell you that much. Yeah, it looked real. But it's, uh, it's you know, it's, uh, it's a testament, obviously, to, um, to how good, you know, Vince is at doing what he does and booking and back in the day and, and how good they were and the fact that they could get a Mike Tyson to play along with them and, and really buy into that kind of stuff and Stone Cold and Sean. It's cool, man. It's a great moment. Uh, I, I love it, dude. It's, it's uh, definitely worthy of this list for sure. Yeah, just seeing, just seeing the promos before, like, the weeks coming up to WrestleMania where Tyson was in with DX and he's doing the suck it and he's out there with him every week doing the whole intro and everything like that was wild to see because you're like Mike Tyson's a part of DX now. Like this is going to be crazy. (laughs) You know? All right. So that was our number. What was that? Six stone cold and HBK with Tyson as a special enforcer. So we're going to number five, WrestleMania 12, Bret Hart. Oh, wait, wait, sorry. This is a more Tyson. Yep. Bret Hart and HBK. The Iron Man match. Probably one of the greatest matches of all time. 
sixty minute Iron Man match. Most pins wins, most most falls wins, whatever, whatever however you want to call it. They go to a draw at zero zero, and Gorilla Monsoon comes out and is like, "Hey, the match continues. Sudden death." Yep. HBK with the with the sweet chin music, and he gets the win. Um, of pretty much top three favorite matches of all time. Um, I was a massive Bret Hart fan when I was younger. Um, I used to always wish that I was like down by ringside. You know how Bret Hart used to give his glasses to one kid every time he came down? Yeah. I, I used to love that, dude. Uh, his music hit, his look, the persona, what he did in the ring, everything about him was so cool. Um, and, you know, this match, I was, bra was heartbroken heartbroken i remember just being crushed and thinking to myself like i mean first of all it was an amazing amazing match uh hbk is legendary <laughs> i mean you know what the guy does in the ring is is sick uh yeah, phenomenal know, but this match together was so was such magic dude magic i mean this string you know. of mania that we're talking about real right now is really what made hbk become known as Mr. WrestleMania. You know, um, he, he really knows how to put on the spectacle. Um, this was the match that he came in from the rafters on the zip line. Yeah. You know, it, the whole thing was a spectacle from start to finish. Him and Brett put on an amazing show. Personally, I'm not a huge Bret Hart fan. Never was. He always was born to me as a kid. Like, I, I just, there was something about him. Like, I just never could get behind him. But watching him, and like, I wanted Sean to just kick the crap out of him in this match. And I didn't love him, but I didn't hate him either. Yeah. Why, I, I was a huge HBK fan. Um, I loved it way, way better than Bret Hart at all times. Like, I always loved him way better than Bret Hart. That's but this I match, like, that's why I hated him. I hated him. Why? Because I just came out and stupid dances on the thing and shaking his ass all the time. And I'm like, dude, you're such a bitch. Like, that's how I felt. I just hated him. I hated him. And when he came out, I'm like, I'm like, this guy is, he's awful. Like, he's, uh, to me, his character, but every time he got in the ring, he was, he was electric. You know, it didn't matter. Uh, a ladder match or Razor Ramon or whatever it was. The guy was amazing. Phenomenal. Yeah, listen, the, the, he's one of, you know, he's one of the guys the companies, uh, the company built, uh, you know, their, it was one of the backs the company built themselves on, you know, Absolutely. Um, and, and rightfully so, you know, but hated HBK. I hated him. <laughs> it's wild. It's wild. Dude. Do, you, do you have the Facebook up so we can see who's commenting here? Because like, we have fun. Yeah, Manny, 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 we got, we got, we got Manny, Manny text with us, dude. He's uh Nice. Um, yeah. It's, was uh, was that before? Or did you hate him before or after he got the fucked up eye? Because we know how you are with like <laughs> deformities and shit. Um, no, his eye, uh, his eye was. I didn't even really notice like his eye was messed up. He had a messed up eye. Uh, oh, he does now. He yeah. Does he, now. Yeah. I mean, listen. I didn't notice anything about his eye. I, I think it looked. Uh, he sounded great on the mic, no lisp. Uh, he didn't have an accent. Um, 
He passed mine. Yeah, but Brett had an accent. He had a Canadian one. Oh, yeah. I'm the best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be, eh? Yeah, it was much less A. <laughs> it was it was not that yeah, bad. Yeah, yeah, it was not an A. It was not a yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, Nova Scotia, eh? It was a good attempt to tarnish Brett. Uh, it's very good attempt. I just always um, found him boring, man. It was just that was a like, horrible attempt. I'm not even going to agree with you on that. That was horrible. Yeah, it was a very. It was. It was poor. It was shallow. He was trying to attack the low hanging fruit. Yeah. We apologize <laughs> for his horrible Canadian. Yeah. Uh, are we apologizing to Canadians now? Um, <laughs> I mean. Yeah. I, I refuse. Yeah, I, of course that like like I am. I refuse to apologize to any of the other people. So there you go. We're in the same boat. See that? Cancelled. <laughs> All right, our number four spot. WrestleMania sixteen. Four goes to the fatal four way. The Rock, Triple H, Big Show, and Mankind. A McMahon in every corner. Elimination style fatal four way. I had, I had way more pictures you, for that. Man. You, you got to get better with going through your pictures. <laughs> I'm, look, I'm working on it, man. I'm still new at this. Leave me alone. Um, I used to have a guy that did this to me, then he went on a hiatus. Uh, anyway. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Four-way elimination match. A McMahon in every corner. So McMahon takes each one of these wrestlers into this match. Eliminated one by one. Big Show gets eliminated first. Mankind second. And then we have probably one of the best matches of all time with The Rock and Triple H. Uh, back and forth over and over again. Vince turns on The Rock at the end. The Triple H was uh, the Vince was in Triple H's corner. He turns on The Rock. They take him out. Triple H wins. This match embodied like what was going to be coming off the next WrestleManias with Stone Cold, The Rock, Triple H, Mankind in the Big Show, Kane and the Undertaker. The the names of that time were through the roof. Let's be serious. They made one of the greatest N uh, N sixty four games in uh you know in in two thousand. Right. Yep. The fact that it was uh, WrestleMania 2000 said everything mm -hmm. it needed to say. Uh, it had everything. It had the drama. It had the star power. Um, and we really got everything from that WrestleMania that we wanted to get. It was as big as they could make it. They packed in every name they could onto the card. Um, you know, and that's that's. Uh, for me, I, I mean, I said it before, but you had talked about the triple threat match. You're talking about this fatal four-way. I had mentioned the match before. It was so uh, – they couldn't have done a better job with a WrestleMania, really, if they tried. And listen, we're we 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 have we're going to go through so many WrestleManias that we're proud of and we're really excited about the moments. But this – they did an amazing job in this one. Yeah. WrestleMania 16 was very special. 14 and 16 – Seem to be like the two shining stars out of this group that we've that we've gone through this this week. Yeah, um, they they had the most like really like top level matches moments whatever you want to call them. Yep. But um, this would this really led to the like the invasion storyline, the McMahon's being fractured, Linda and uh, taking a bigger part in the in the business, and Shane and Stephanie and all this 
other craziness all over the place. But this is the first time that Vince screws over the rock, you know? Yep. And that, that leads to the, you know, the, um, what do they call it? The, uh, the authority and all <laughs> and corporate rock and all this, all these other great storylines that we got right after this, um, you know, the invasion stuff, some people loved it. Some people hated it. You know, it was kind of, kind of wonky at some points, but this really led to all of that. So now we're going to number three and you brought this up earlier. This got a very, very high spot on my list. I'm not going to lie to you. The triangle ladder match at WrestleMania 16. The GOAT. The the first one, right? They did TLC 1 after this, and they did TLC 2 after this. Um, But this is the triangle ladder match, as it's known. It's not considered TLC 1 for some freaking reason. But it's the Dudleys, the Hardys, and Edge and Christian probably launched the greatest tag team rivalry of all time. Easily. You know, this this stole the show. This was a bigger match than anything else on the card. They went out there, put everything on the line, was high spot after high spot after absolute high spot on this. Yeah, man. Uh, if, if, if the Dudley boys didn't say enough during their Hall of Fame interview, um, when they called up Edge and Christian, and well, Edge, right? And uh, no, Christian and, was there. Uh, he was there. Yeah, at the time, he was there. Edge yeah. and Christian and uh, the Hardys. And the Hardys. And literally said, "Without them, they don't exist." Uh, it truly shows you what we're missing now, where yeah. the wrestlers then they were so invested in this overall success where Stone Cold has, has said if he died in the ring with The Rock, he would have been happy. Nobody is that invested in their matches with another wrestler knowing like they're making something special and we're missing that now. That's how I genuinely feel. And I got that little nostalgia from Sammy and Roman right? Where like they both knew it was special. They were both working the crowd and you could feel they were working together. Um, but you know, these guys, the way they were in the ring together, man was, Oh dude, they were really in it together. Like it was so incredible. Yeah. To, first of all, it was cringe worthy to watch. Cause every time they did something, I was like, you know, you thought they were dead. watching it back as an adult. You're like, Oh my God, <laughs> they you just know. died. Yeah, they died 10 times. Um, yeah. But, man, it, it's a, that's another great call here, dude. Uh, great match. Honestly, I think this could arguably be the best. Uh, you know, like I said, arguably, I think it could really be number one for what it did and what they were worth and what we don't have anymore. Um, I mean, 100%. It's definitely top three, in my opinion. Wait till yeah, you see I'm what curious. I got after. There's reasons why this didn't make okay. – Yeah, there's okay. reason why this didn't make the number one spot, but – Okay. For me, it was really first off. I love tag team wrestling. Always have, always will. The Dudleys are my favorite tag team of all time. So, I'm a little bit biased here. But as you as you said too, is when you hear them talk about when you hear any of these six guys talk about this match back, they knew they had something special going on. Like they knew it was something that was going to be remembered forever, right? And it was. Something like you hear Bubba talk about it on, on Stone Cold's podcast where they're talking about TLC two 
and they're like every time they they did a TLC match, they were trying to up the last one and really, really thinking about and going over in their heads like the the way the match was going to go and really planning the whole thing out. And that just shows you how dedicated they were. They wanted to steal the show every time they were out there. And they did most times. They really did. Yeah. No, it's – and and, and Manny said it best. He said, uh, I still don't feel that feeling you're talking about with the recent shows, John. It was special, and maybe I'm stuck with that, with the past feelings. And I think that's – I agree with that. I think that's because, I mean I agree too. I think that's because we became a prisoner of uh of the moment, right? So what do I mean yeah. by that? We were we watched something so amazing and the only way something gets bigger than that is if somebody dies in a match. Like look like look like unfortunately and that we would never want that. It's just how do you better that, right? You saw yeah. guys getting speared off of off of ladders that were hanging and getting speared hanging on to belts you got guys not going through one two three tables you had guys doing swanton dives from from 40 foot ladders like the fact is like look at this shot dude look at this shot they're so high up in the air and they're they're dropping off these ladders right onto bubba like we we don't see anything even remotely close to it which makes us hold on to those moments even more. I mean, we we definitely lived the best era of wrestling. Yeah, we I'd definitely agree with that. Lived it. Yeah, no, that, that's what I'm saying, man. Of course, no, I'm just saying, like, how do you top this death-defying stuff that they're doing? And you don't. It's like we're just sitting there sort of saying to ourselves, like, uh, what does somebody do? Does somebody get slammed through four tables? Like, it's not a... It's not something that we can uh, really quantify because we watch the greatest, most reckless and ruthless tables, ladders, and chair matches anybody can put in except an ECW match. But to be fair, even even them, they were they weren't doing what they were doing in the TLC matches. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, like even yeah. ECW. Oh, no, ECW was raw, yeah. man. Yeah, ECW I mean they were doing different were, things, but. Yeah, so they were almost killing each other legitimately. Oh no, yeah, they were doing wild shit. But but I'm saying yeah. is that there there was like a there was like a beauty in the choreography of this match. Like every, this every was it was, was well so balanced. It yeah. it was very well balanced. You had perfect entertainment. You were just hooked on oh, what's he going to do from the that height? Who's going through this table? You know what what's the outcome of this? You you were hooked on it. Yeah. Every time they did something, there's no way you guys didn't think the same thing I did. He's not going to do this right now. There's no way he jumped from there. There's no right. way he jumped from there. That's what I did. There's no way he jumped from there. When you saw Edge climb up top and, and what's his name was hanging from the belt, you he's not going to do what he's going to do. And when when you know Jeff Hardy would go up and he'd look down and he'd do his hole and you're like, he's not going to jump from there, bro. Don't jump from there. Like you just, you just felt it. You're like, holy shit, dude, he's gonna do this. <laughs> it was, yeah. it was cool. Then he does it, and you're like, oh shit, he's dead. And yeah, then he, yeah. <laughs> he's dead. He's not moving. Check on him. He's dead. He's dead. <laughs> yeah, man, dope. That's a great moment. Great moment. I can't. What's what's number two and one? What the fuck? Yeah, I don't know how you top. No, I don't know how you top this. 
Listen, um, I was looking if, at if, this from if something with Hogan is number two or one, I'm gonna fight you. Nothing, it's nothing with Hogan. I promise you, it's nothing with Hogan. Here's the thing: this is the best moments from WrestleMania, so we have to look at the moment itself and what it is, not just the quality of the match, right? Um, so number two the- is the Rock for Stone Cold first time at WrestleMania, man. It launched the rivalry of our generation. You know, this match, this match is, is the first off the pop on Stone Cold when he comes out there, the arena was absolutely insane for this match. The whole place felt like the roof was going to just blow off of it. Um, we finally got the rock for Stone Cold on the grandest stage of them all on the showcase of the immortals. And it was everything you wanted it to be. It was back and forth the whole time. Last second kickouts at every moment. Um, just going full bore. Everything the fans wanted from the people's elbow to the stunner to the rock hitting a stunner on Stone Cold to Stone Cold hitting a rock bottom on the rock. It was a back and forth absolute banger of a match that launched a rivalry that to this day I don't think we'll ever see again. And Stone Cold won the belt after this one. Nothing from this era we'll ever see again. Agreed. But, you know. But I get what you're saying. I, but yeah, I, like I just think. Like, I think it just boils back to what John was saying with, with we're not going to get as excited as we were when we were watching it for the first time nothing nothing can live up to what we lived through like it's just it's mediocre now that's that's the reason why i'm so i think everyone fails to see it that's why i'm so bought on roman um because he's the first first person who's given me a storyline that like I'm happy, you know, like I'm like, wow, I can't wait to see it. And that's what brings me back to this, right? This was a storyline, dude. This was like, this was so epic, bro. And we're never gonna get this. This no, looking never. at this picture, this is ridiculous. Bro, first of all, Stone Cold Steve Austin and The Rock uh, are two of the greatest entertainers ever. In any industry, it doesn't yep. matter. Okay. Absolutely. So they, it's like when they got in the ring, every fucking promo they did, man. When, you know, The Rock and Stone Cold sang together. When, you know, The Rock, uh, when, when The Rock would come in the ring and they would, you know, have beers or fights and, and it was, you know, the corporate champion, the people's champion, you know, Stone Cold is now the corporate face, right? He, he's in there with the McMahon. Well, that wasn't this yet. That was later. Well, I'm just saying, all yeah, these yeah, guys, yeah. them too. Yeah, these guys. Know, yeah, I, I see what Stone, you're saying, yeah. Stone Cold going in and beating up Vince McMahon in the hospital. <laughs> Hitting him with that bedpan. It was all, it, it was, these guys were so, so amazing at their craft. And when they got into the ring together, it, I, I mean, dude, it really, it's it's kind of corny to say, but it was electrifying, and it really was. You're 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 watching it, and this is what it's about, and this is why grown ass men will sit on a podcast 
and you will literally talk about moments that we remember that happened 25 years ago, bro. Okay. And you're like, that was really an awesome moment in in my life. Like I remember watching these things with my, with, with my friends and, and just going nuts, dude, you know, and it sucks because now I think the internet, um, I think the internet ruins this for everybody. I think that there was, you know, these moments then people didn't go on and the little, the fucking fanboys were writing and writing WWE and ruining everything for everybody and criticizing every single thing. And every time somebody won, they had to say, Oh, they suck. And Oh, it's, you know, that whatever. It was just, we got to feel it organically, bro. We got to feel it. That was it. Like when we were, when we were kids and this was going on, you were either a rock or a stone cold fan. Period. Right. Like period. Like there's no, like now that we're older, we can appreciate both of them for what they were. But when we were at that time, like you had the kids that were stone cold kids and you had the kids that were, that were rock kids, yeah. you know? So everybody has that, but, but they gotta be number one and two of the generation. Right. Like, uh, there's well, Some are going to argue undertaker. I mean, like, look, undertaker is one of those guys that he's, he's multi-generational at this point because he, he lasted for so long and, and longevity and everything like that. But for the time and for the generation, like these two guys, are really the pinnacle of what the rest no of the business could achieve. You know, no they were all over the place. They were on, you know, which they were on the, Saturday Night Live. They were on talk shows, all types of stuff. Which I think is why we don't enjoy wrestling as much as back then. Because who do you have that has this kind of beef back and forth with Mike skills? Like, who's cutting promos where you're just fucking invested? No Seth Rollins. Like, yeah. yeah, but who's who's Seth gonna go against? Like, who's giving you that feeling that? Okay. Now this it's, is what this is why we needed. It's an awesome, awesome point, and this is why we needed. Um, this is why Seth Rollins. It sucks, but like he needed, he needs an MJF. Yeah, he does. It, he needs somebody. That when they're on the mic, and I mean, bro, this past promo with Logan Paul, where the Miz goes to talk again to the crowd, and he just covers his mic, yeah, and the crowd goes nuts, bro. It's, it's, it's not normal. It's not normal, you know. So you're, 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 you can feel it. You're like, oh man, and that's what we got from these two guys when they got the mic, and Stone Cold said something, the crowd went. What? What? Right? And the rock, and they would finish every one of the rock sentences. They're like, oh my God, dude. They're so invested. I am so invested. It's amazing. I mean, it was crowd work. It's the best crowd work you'll ever see. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. So now that's number two Stone Cold and the Rock start the rivalry. So now, did you have anything else on your list that I didn't cover? Before um, we get yes. to my number one, yes, I did. Um, All right, I had the the Bret Hart versus Owen Hart match. So that's an honorable mention for me. Yeah. I had it at the ten spot, but then when I saw the Sable match, there was something about it. Just it, it was so much bigger than the than the Bret and Owen match. You know? Yeah, I had the 
Um, I had the Razor Ramon, uh, Shawn Michaels title for title. Uh, they were both I'm, intercontinental. Um, I'm glad you brought that up. Because welcome, welcome to the number one spot. Really? Yep. No. Bro. I'm kind of disappointed oh, yeah. in you in that one. No. Absolutely. It's the greatest no, ladder no, match no, of all no, time. No, 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 no. I, th- no. I think I'm done with this podcast. I'm out. <laughs> Brother, come on. It is the greatest ladder match of all time. Duplex, bro. I'm telling you right now, man, my man, like, listen, it is regarded as the greatest ladder match of all time. I mean, I'm, I don't agree with John too much, but I agree with him on this one. This is WrestleMania 10, Razor versus HBK. Bro. The IC title on the line, Razor Ramon wins it in epic fashion. But there's there's no way you're putting this over Stone Cold and and the Dudley Boys and no I am way. for history. This did, this did nothing. You just went from two <laughs> matches. I knew you were going to be mad about would, this. That would pave the way and light the universe on fire. This did match, you go back and watch this match? I absolutely did. This match was an incredible match and deserves to be on the top 10 no doubt it, you, it very well deserves to be there's no way it's better than those other matches dude no way it's it's the moment of the time that matters you know what i mean that's what bumps it up razor ramon at this point it's when he wins the ic title it's when he becomes the bad guy it's when he becomes everything you wanted razor ramon to be Right, Shawn Michaels proves that he's missed. This is where he starts being Mr. WrestleMania. You know, um, the ladder match itself is one of the best matches of all time. And I felt that it had to be up there, man. Yeah, but not number one. This was better than the Iron Man match. This was better than the triple threat ladder match. What, bro? I'm done, dude. Give me the fuck. <laughs> I see you. I'm out. <laughs> dude, I, I don't even under this fucking guy pulls shit out of his ass, bro. This is I don't even, bro. Come on, dude. I'm telling you right now. No, I don't give a fuck what you're telling me, bro. I, dude, listen. I thought that what you, I thought that I thought your list. I thought they were great moments. I I actually genuinely liked the list. There was a couple things, whatever, blah, blah, blah. But, bro, stop. First of all, the the match was a great match. Now, if we're going off of great matches, okay, it's it's a great match. Okay, but. It's not just a great match. It's considered the greatest it, ladder match of, it of all time. But it doesn't, it did, but it, it's, it's, bro. Is no this made ladder match? Who's without who's, this match? Without this match, you don't get the triangle ladder match. Do, do you feel that, or are you just bandwagoning? No, like, I'm not bandwagoning. Everybody, everybody else said it, so I, I should have to agree with it. I mean, like, listen, man. When the entire industry is saying, and it's hard for me to fucking disagree with it. You know what okay. I mean? When, uh, when guys not, are, get your form your own fucking opinion. No, 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 I am forming my own opinion. I'm without this I'm match, you don't get the triangle ladder match. First of all, it, but it doesn't matter. But just because you don't get something later on doesn't make it better than the next one. 
So you're right. We don't get that. No doubt. And it was a great match. I'm agreeing with you. And it should Look, be if we were going by no if we were going, if this list was best matches. Moments? If this, this is list was best the- matches, the, the, the triangle ladder match would definitely be above this. But this is best moments, right? But how is this even a better moment than that? Because that seeing match? Razor Ramon fucking hold the ice title which is the huge. only thing the only At thing the you're saying like you made a huge argument about Stone Cold and The Rock and you've only said like three things about this match. So give me more. I keep getting cut off by you guys. This also leads to uh, Razor and HBK, Triple H and Diesel, right? Their whole connection, the click, this is all of that. This starts here. Everything you love about the NWO started here. Everything you love about ladder matches started here. These guys did things in this ladder match no one else had ever done up until now. Bro, no one's discrediting that it was an amazing match. Once again, I agree. It was phenomenal. No doubt. Number one. Look look what Manny's saying. I'm making good points. If it wasn't there, won't be TLC. But then what he said, he said, you're winning me over top five. I would give it top three. It can't be number one. There's All no right. okay. way. But top so three, we put no Stone Cold way. the Rock. I'll officially, I'll, look, I'll, I'll secede to you. We can put Stone Cold the Rock above this. Uh, okay. It makes right. sense. Because that make, that makes you feel better? <laughs> for the next 20 years, we got greatness. Right? For the next 20 years, we got we got things, like you said, uh, you know, okay. We never. Without I was the, we, all right. So, full disclosure, I was torn. I'm. Go- I was going back and forth. Okay. Between Stone Cold and The Rock and this, as to what should be the number one spot. Right. What led me to it was that both meant so much to the business at the time, and created these ripple effects that lasted forever. Right. But this was a better match than Stone Cold versus The Rock. Uh, okay, and that's what put me over. That's what put, that's what maybe put it in number one. Be honest with you. But I'm I, listen. In my opinion, in all honesty, the top three on this list were so close to each other that it's really hard to say. But we didn't say, bro. This this was this is where the lines are getting blurry. We didn't say greatest WrestleMania. We didn't say greatest matches. We said greatest WrestleMania. No, we didn't. Yeah. So here, okay. So moment. This was a great match, but it wasn't a moment that I was like, "Wow, the the triple threat ladder match. Wow, the Rockstone Cold. Wow, Kane Undertaker. Wow, those are fucking <laughs> right. This is like that was a great match. I wasn't like, man. Dude, this yeah, I was like, time. I was like, wow, no way. And there's no way. I watched the match and I was enthralled by the match. Thought it was great. Two great performers. Sean doing what he did. Razor finally taking the next step. Loved it. No doubt. No way. Does this even sniff the Rock Stone Cold's fucking jock strap? <laughs> Doesn't even. Not, not a shot. Doesn't even sniff. No, for moments, matches, bro, it actually might be the best match. Yeah, I would still put the triple threat ladder match there with those guys. I think that was actually probably the best match. Uh, cause, but if you want to say it doesn't happen, 
unless this match happens. Yeah, I'm with you. I mean, like, listen, I mean, that, and that's just. But I still might put that Iron Man match before this. I still oh, might, yeah, bro. That Iron Man but match. that Iron Man match was so boring for the first, like, the middle half hour of it was so. Like, the first yeah. fifteen minutes were awesome. The, the last fifteen minutes were awesome, and then the 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 middle like half hour of it was just like watching fucking paint dry. They put two generational talents in a ring for 60 minutes and said, figure it out. I mean, yeah, fact, I, okay, so yeah, so but but I mean, listen, shit, you know, they figured it well, out. Well, that's why yeah. it made the list. I mean, listen, it made the list because of how Dude, great of a match it was. But. <laughs> I've been waiting well, all night else? for you to say that shit. <laughs> I'm wondering what else you had on your list now. You know what? You know what, Carmine? I'm done with this. You just made the list. <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever see the list that was made? The the original one, like the reason why they were on the list. <laughs> like he's ugly. <laughs> he's on the list. <laughs> Bro, I, I uh, what else did you have on your list? Uh, now I'm now I'm interested because well I don't you had I, I don't ten, my, which was bonkers to me. No, I don't have my the the thing. I just have what I was going through quickly before we jumped on here because I told you I have my notebook back on my desk. Yeah. But I had um I was trying to remember as I went through, but I just didn't have enough time. But I did have uh so I was trying to get a moment from each WrestleMania. We missed you you missed a few. And I understand why you I did, did because I, I didn't I didn't think I didn't think any of those moments were better than any of these. No problem, but if you want to say one thing leads into another, I do have to bring you back then, okay? So if you're going to say that Razor Ramon and Shawn Michaels leads into the click and whatever, does it actually lead into the click, or does the Diesel-Shawn Michaels match lead into the click? But this leads into that. Okay, but there wasn't a breakdown of, of this until he got his bodyguard, and then Razor Ramon at the time and Diesel wanted more money. And they felt like they were becoming bigger stars, but didn't get the same money as a Shawn Michaels. And then they were the faction that broke off and whatever the case may be. I, they, by, by the way, I was just trying to find a moment from each WrestleMania. This moment yeah. definitely built, beats that. No doubt. I was just trying to find it. I had I had honorary mentions uh, and also probably the second worst wrestling match of all time for WrestleMania was the Lawrence Taylor match with Bam Bam Bigelow. Oh. Oh, it was um, so bad, bro. Yeah, so that was, was also so bad. That was a very, very bad match. Um, that whole WrestleMania was was pretty bad, awful. Uh, and like I said, the honorary mention that I, I couldn't believe, uh, you know, the Owen Hart versus Bret Hart. I mean, uh, bro, at, at the time, Owen Hart is trying to break through as a superstar in his brother's shadow. Um, they're fighting, and you could even see like. It, it took an emotional toll on them. We didn't get Owen Hart for many more years after that. Uh, definitely didn't get many Owen Hart big moments. He had some tag matches, some triple threat matches. But fighting Bret Hart, uh, first match in, it was uh, it was big at the time. Um, you know, so there was some things that I felt, you you know, could have been there. I tried to find a moment from each. Uh, like I, I said, that was- that moment um, for me, that was that was originally my number 10. Yeah, and then when I got to fourteen and I was watching the Sable match, I was like, "This is crazy! What happened here?" Yeah, you know, and I started remembering all the stuff that that happened from that, and what a big moment that was. It edged yeah. it out a little bit for me. It edged it yeah. out a little bit for me. 
I'm good. I'm, listen, bro, I, te- I said to you, I think overall, uh, yeah. whether whether or not you break it down in the same way or whatever, I thought that you captured um, so many great matches, um, so many great moments. Uh, listen, really, the sad part is, is WrestleMania 13 uh, really gave us nothing. Um, yeah, you know, the only moment that we had was the submission match with Bret Hart and Stone Cold when Stone Cold passed out, um, because he, yeah. out, you know, yeah. which, which was a moment and it led to a little bit of a feud with, uh, with Bret and, and Stone Cold. And that was when Stone Cold just started doing the, you know, really started to kind of do the, the, you know, John 316, being the badass, the awesome 316, um, yeah coming out and, and doing things on the mic. And you could tell he didn't con- command the mic as well, um, but he did some good stuff. So there were some things. I thought the bulk definitely came from 14, 15, 16. Uh, rightfully yeah. so. You know, there was so many classics. They gave us WrestleMania ramped things up. We had a lot of great personalities, Triple H and The Rock and the McMahons and, and you know, Undertaker's streak with Kane, you know, Kane coming in. Like, you know, I think you hit the nail on the head for sure. The the, the tag team matches. Yep. Um, I just tried to on my list. I went back and watched each one and I try to find a moment from each and an honorary moment from each. I was definitely like pulling teeth for some of those. Right. Yeah. Uh, like 11 was bad. 11, 11 was, was bad. Cause that was the Lawrence Taylor bad. one historically bad. And then 13 was not great either. It was just very bland. Like every match was just very bland. There was no real story behind anything. It was like right before the Monday night Wars started. So there was, they were really like getting killed a little bit. And I don't know. It just, it just seemed like um, 11 and 13 for whatever reason, even 12, 12 wasn't, anything great except for the Iron Man match. Yeah. No, I you know. I, I, but then I you hit 14 and 14 was like a complete change from everything they had been doing so far. Yeah. I agree, dude. No, it was, uh, it was a great, um, you know, people have to remember too, in 13, we still had guys like Rocky Maivia, right? Yeah. So, yeah. He uh, wasn't the rock yet. He was, you know, Hunter was still the uh, Hunter Hearst Helmsley. Hunter Hearst Helmsley, the with wearing the horse pants and the jockey and all that stuff, and the riding yeah. crop or whatever, you know. So we yeah. really didn't have Austin. Still wasn't even like he wasn't the ringmaster anymore, but he wasn't Stone Cold either, you know. Correct. Yeah. So now so. my question question is: we've 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 gone through sixteen. Yep. Greatest WrestleMania is still Andre the Giant Hogan Slam. All right, so if we moved, if we moved Stone Cold and The Rock up to number one on this list, it's that versus Stone Cold and The Rock, right? That's number one versus number one, right? Uh-huh. I, I gotta take Stone Cold versus The Rock over Hogan and Andre. I'm. I think I'm forever in. Hogan slammed Andre debt because of what it did for wrestling. Um, yeah. Nowhere near the magnitude of Stone Cold Rock. I mean, nowhere. <laughs> uh, there, you know, but one could say we're talking about hypotheticals. We would never have this over that. We would never have this if yeah. this happened. We would never have wrestling. I just I no. believe that. 
I mean, that, well, that was in the last list. That's why WrestleMania won the whole event, made the second spot on yeah. my list. You know, yeah. So for that, for that reason alone, I like it, dude. I'm, uh, I'm excited to see. So, what do we have? Seventeen through what? Seventeen to twenty-four. 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24. Yeah. Okay. So 17 through 24. Now we're going to get into like ruthless aggression, lots of probably evolution. Yeah. We're getting out of Stone Cold and the Rock probably gone by 18, 19. Mm, They're still in 19. They're still in 19. Still in 19. So maybe 20 Mm. then. They're gone by. So now we're going to get some dark days here. <laughs> yeah. I, um, I'm curious. Um, wow. Yeah. This is, I, I, this is, I already crazy. watched 17 and 18. I, I already I watched watch 19. I haven't, I haven't gotten there yet. I'm going to. <laughs> Yeah, 18, yeah, uh, many. 18 is Rock versus Hogan. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, <laughs> wow. Oh, yeah, God. Yeah. John, yeah. John's going to put 20 at number one. There's a match in 20. He's going to put it at number one. We guess um, Tori Wilson versus Stacey Keebler. It's, it's, <laughs> it's Sable and Tori Wilson versus Stacey Keebler and Miss Jackie. What a match. <laughs> Delish. Delish. Uh, I mean, come on, bro. Back in the day, we didn't get the Sasha Banks and Charlotte Flairs of the world. We just got hot chicks in lingerie. You know that. So very true. I was hundred percent. I, I was a hundred percent invested on the size titties on the screen, and now I'm invested in them wrestling. So twenty looks. Yeah, twenty looks like it's a good one. I'm gonna have to rewatch that one. Yeah, twenty yeah. like. Back in the day, you know, the lingerie matches, the whatever it was. I it was an remember, evening gown match. <laughs> um, I just remember sitting there and, you know, being like, oh, my God, dude. This is very incredible. true, Manny. 21 way, had, had Ravers Eddie. What? Um, I want to tell you, I, I, I virtually the great one of the greatest matches I ever saw. And I went back and I, I, I watched the promo. Um, 21 looks good. I watched the promo of Eddie Guerrero versus Brock Lesnar. Oh, that promos. Um, that promo yeah. fucked me up, dude. Yeah, that promo fucked me up. I have um, that one saved in my phone. Yeah, I, I, I went back and, you know, I, I was sitting there and, man, I never appreciated Eddie Guerrero as much as I should have. I loved him. When you go when you go back and Loved watch him. when you go back and watch what he did, he's gonna make a lot of this top ten list. I have a feeling with this upcoming set of WrestleMania because he went on a run that was unprecedented. And you know, I see a lot I think we're gonna get a lot of because we're gonna lose Stone we what'd you say, Steve? By twenty they're gone, Stone Cold and the Rock. Night nineteen is nineteen is when uh the rock and Stone Cold face for the third time. That's yeah. where he he puts the rock over. Yeah. And I think the rock left relatively yeah. quickly after that also. Yes. Uh, um, I think Rock's well, gone Goldberg, by 21. Goldberg comes in, Lesnar's yeah. there, Goldberg's there, yeah. 
You got Lesnar, you got Batista, Triple H, Orton, Flair, HBK returns. We get more Undertaker, um, Eddie, Kurt Angle, you, huge, huge name of that by, time. By 21, you get John Cena in, in all these WrestleManias. Yeah, so we're, we're heading into Cena territory here. I so enjoy. it's going to be... Uh, I, I really... I did not appreciate Eddie Guerrero as much as I should have, dude. That's yeah. disappointing. I loved him. Him and Rey Mysterio were my two favorite. Like WCW, loved them. I was a huge. Like I was a huge. I, I watched fan. the shit out of them. I, yeah. I, I, you know what? I couldn't. I am. You guys know me, dude. I'm. I'm big on like the big wrestler, Roman Reigns, the powerhouse, right? Like those are the guys that I enjoy watching. Yeah, you're Vince McMahon. Um, yeah, I'm Vince. McMahon. <laughs> I'm Vince McMahon's offspring. You want almost first almost with almost as the special guest referee. <laughs> yeah, uh, I it would be great. It would be a great match. Um, <laughs> but yet, I, but yet, I hate Brock Lesnar. Um, I but I, I think it's just a, it's a. I think when I got stuck in that whole like, you know, uh, whoever was the dominant guy at the time, I looked at Eddie Guerrero as like a fucking weasel. You know, like he bought something about him, but it wasn't whatever. He was so good on the mic. He was so passionate. He was so good in the ring. And, bro, I'm telling you, I was sitting there. I'm in the kitchen. I'm watching this this promo on my phone. I don't even know how it popped up. And Halloween Havoc was fire, Manny. Halloween Havoc was fire. And, and Andrea's next to me. And there's like tears coming down my face, dude. And she's like, you're right. And I said, I said, I, I can't believe, like, I don't remember this promo. And I said, and she was like, what happened? So I tried to explain to her and I'm like, you don't get real shit like that no more. You nah, don't get somebody you're really missing. like that. Like for, he put his life literally on blast. And when he, and like, as a dad now, and when he talked about, you know, losing his family losing his kids losing his life like i was it just and you know going back and doing it for them and and uh, you know having them love him again and, and respect like it was it, i was like holy fuck, dude. and you could even see it's funny because obviously that is definitely not a planned spot no and nothing that personal would ever be planned that was um, a shoot yes and you could, as clear as day, when he brought up his addiction and looked at Brock Lesnar, Brock Lesnar felt like, oh boy, like it, you could see it on his face. Um, you know, Lesnar was like, you know, he went from kind of like a weird smile, awkward smile to very serious. And you could see like Lesnar's like, uh, I'm not going to interrupt this. Like, I'm going to let Guerrero do what he's doing and say what he's doing. And God, I'm glad they let that dude win that belt after that promo, bro. Like, yeah. Oh man. That you, you, I mean, you almost had enough. to, you yeah. almost had to, Yeah, you had to, if, if they wouldn't have, well, huge fucking mistake. Well, this yeah, definitely sounds like it's going to be a conversation for next week though. Yep. <laughs> All right, boys. Sit, man. Sit, man. Gentlemen. Thank you for rolling with me. Uh, everybody that jumped in the chat, we love you guys. Thank you guys so much. You guys yeah. really make this 
this conversation, these conversations way better. Um, we love hearing from you guys. Uh, make sure you put like, comment, subscribe on all of the GGen stuff we got coming. Um, bunch of stuff we got coming your way. Uh, MVP next weekend, I think. Theater room on Tuesday. Uh, new, we have a new. Um, I got a new keyless coming out for comics. Make sure you guys like, follow, and subscribe. Everything on GGN. We love you guys all, gentlemen. Peace out, Cub Scout. Deuces. Viva la raza. Viva la raza. I'm not going to say that.